0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10
1: per order. Additional terms apply. Let's hit
0: this segment running and gunning. Time for a fast back and forth with Pete
2: and Dave. We're calling Fast Break on the Huddle. All right. Another week. We'll get it started here Here with Dave this week. Okay, Uh, good. Oh, I was doing the wrong button there. All right. Dave, this week, uh, two-time Super Bowl champion and five-year NFL veteran, only five-year NFL veteran, Sonny Michelle announced that he was retiring from football yesterday. He was uh, playing, I believe, most recently for the Miami Dolphins, though he may have been Mm -hmm. with the Rams now. I I wasn't quite clear on that. Two-time Super Bowl winner, though, in his uh, five-season career, only 28 years old. But as we've been seeing and as the running backs have been telling people, uh, the body wears down on them pretty quick. Uh, Twenty-eight years old for a running back is is not a great place to be. Uh, he made just under thirteen million dollars over his five-year career as a good, not great running back, but he was more than serviceable. He was a you know a, a contributor on two Super Bowl winning teams. Yeah. Uh, it's tough to see that you know th- you you look at maybe some of these other sports. You see thirteen million over five years, two Super Bowls, and you're retiring because of. You know, likely health issues uh, Mm -hmm. getting just beat up day in and day out. Uh, So my question is, if a genie were to appear in front of you and said, I can give you one really great sports, some athletic, uh, um, athletic gift, Mm -hmm. what would you choose? What athletic gift would you choose uh, based on? where you would want to play
1: uh, oh, what wow.
0: sport
2: you would want to
1: play
0: great left-handed turn to this question, by because yeah. I did not
2: see that one coming <laughs> I, didn't
1: I thought we were, I thought yeah, we were I talking with, about, uh, yeah, you know, the running backs
2: getting beat up. Cause I, I <laughs> love personally, it personally. I would not ask to be, uh, you know, have the <laughs> gifts of a running back in uh, today's NFL. That's not, the place I, I, I think
0: would be. I would, I would want, um, I think I'd want like, like super, I'd want to be superhuman strength. Cause I feel like any sport, that could work. Like, right? I mean, that, well, what, that what's, be, what would you choose then?
2: What's what's part of your a, with your strength with there? Your strength, I mean, your, I'd
0: you. want to play. Let's be honest. I'd want to play ice hockey. We all know that, right? I mean, and now I'm 44 years old. And every time I get on the ice, a couple things happen. One, you have no idea how you're going to play because you just have no idea how your body's going to respond to anything that day. And two, you always hurt the next day. I, well, I was going to say.
2: So, I mean, hockey, even with the the money aspect and the injury aspect and all of that, you still love hockey enough to say, you know what? I, I'd still be making millions. Uh, with with this skill that I'm, I've been granted. So well, so so that. I
0: guess the question is then: Would you? It, it's it's a question of short term excitement or pleasure versus long term results and, and long term mm-hmm. risk. Is mm-hmm. that? Am I understanding it right? I suppose. I suppose that's because where because if you're asking me that, if you're asking me if I'd like to take the thirteen million right now, but not have a really good idea of whether I was going to live past fifty or sixty and mm-hmm. what my quality of life would be like. That's a different question. That's a tough question to answer. And and I think actually that there's a lot of guys out there trying to answer that right now. And that's why you're seeing these players go, okay, I made 13 million. I've had a couple concussions, I've had a couple knee surgeries, whatever. I still feel okay. Is it worth staying in it for whatever 3 or 4 million I'm going to get or should I get out now and 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 prolong my quality of life. And I think that's why we're seeing all this. Pete you probably could answer this better than than I could in the sense of you know, you you went through that and, and how where you are right now. You know, is it is it worth that money up front uh, <laughs> to, to to take the questionable quality of life later? I think we're seeing now that the answer is no.
1: Well and and I will say this, and this is a completely different uh, financial generation. These guys are making real money. You know, when I yeah. when, when I was playing it was yeah. a big deal when Vinny Testaverdi got drafted by the Buccaneers and we're all sitting there going, "Wow, that guy just signed a 5-year, 10 million dollar contract." Mm. <laughs> you know, now the 5-year contracts are 260 mil. Yeah. So, you know, and 10 I mean, years it,
0: isn't enough for a season. Sorry, right. go
1: ahead. <laughs> But, but the toll that it takes on your body is absolutely unbelievable. Uh, there is no number that really matches it to your guys' point. I mean, it really, like for me, um, if I could do it all over again and I, and I had the same balance and speed and strength that I, I had back in, when I was younger, um, I'm, I'm a huge surfer. I love surfing. I think it's one of the greatest things on on the planet to do. And if I could compete at that level, mm-hmm. um, I don't really think you, when you turn fifty or sixty, that your knees feel the way my feels mine feel right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. I'm fifty nine, and I can tell you guys. Um, I have a little bit of a limp, but I mentally have to block it out. I have this, I have that. I've got every every finger and thumb has been broken at least once or twice. And, you know, three or four surgeries on one knee and one on the other, and my shoulder and my elbows. And so, you know, is it worth it? I loved the game. I still do. Uh but when I was playing, the the pay certainly wasn't anything close to what these yeah. guys are. So it's I I look at it this way. It's tough for them to walk away and I give them kudos for doing it because it's probably the right thing to do. But the money is so different now that it's uh, it's life changing. So um, it's a it, it's a it's a trick question to some degree.
2: Yeah. Well, and, you know, you look at, like I said, Sonny Michel, it is is still life changing money. He made, you know, about 13 yeah. million dollars. That is that That's is absolutely you know, generational as as money. Uh, but then, you know, you compare it to something like uh, Max Kepler over his five year contract is making 35 million. <laughs> Yeah, Uh, you know, so it's those comparisons of, of course, it it is to any you know regular person. That's a lot of money, but in the context of sports, not a not a whole bunch. Speaking of baseball, Pete, we'll move on to question number two here. The trade deadline is active, as the White Sox have been selling off all of their pitching. It seems, other than Dylan Cease, and the Rangers just picked up Max Scherzer yesterday in a uh, trade. He he waived his no trade clause from the Mets. The Mets received. Uh, Ronald Acuna's younger brother in the trade, interestingly enough. Uh, but we're at that point in the season. We're getting into August now. We're getting into the the end, towards the end of the regular season. Stake your claim right now. <laughs> Who is going to win the World Series?
1: I'm going to go with Texas. I think you know they're one of the best teams in baseball already, right? And when you do, when you're one of the best teams and you still are willing to go out and grab one more player. Uh, I think it's a, it's, it's what you do as a general manager, as a franchise, that's what you want to do. You want to make sure that you put yourself in position to not just get there, but win it. And I, and, and, you know, we've all been watching how Tampa's played so well, most of the year, they've started to slide a little bit. They're still great. They're still great, but they're sliding a little bit. And and Baltimore uh, is right there on the top right now. So uh, on that side of things, so, you know, it's, I love to see these teams make moves that are already that that great team but they want to make sure that they they might even be a little bit better. So um I don't know. I, I look over across both sides, you know, the American and the national league, Atlanta's unbelievable. And I think that's what Texas is probably trying to get themselves into position for, because when you look at Atlanta, look at, look at what they do from an offensive side, they're yeah. absolutely destroying people. And so um, I think that's why Texas decided to get one more <laughs> in case they end up having to meet somebody like that. I think they're giving themselves a little bit more of an opportunity against those great batters.
0: Yeah. I, I, I
2: Atlanta with the best record in baseball right now. It's yep. sixty-six at thirty-six, thirty games over five hundred. <laughs> Pretty incredible. I, ahead, I was
0: actually gonna say Atlanta, and, and one of the reasons why and although Texas is right there, I there's two stats that I look at that I that always for me, baseball and, and frankly hockey too, tell a big story, which is run differential, right? Mm-hmm. Texas is plus one hundred forty seven. Mm-hmm. Atlanta's plus one forty nine. In the NL East, the team that's closest to them in run differential is Philadelphia <laughs> at plus 10. 10. <laughs> plus 149. But there's another stat that I like, and it's, te- it's their record against teams above 500. And, and Texas, as good as they are, is only 33 and 32 against teams above 500, whereas Atlanta is 38 and 29 against teams above 500. That, that tells me that the records are great, but when you really dial it down, Atlanta's played tougher competition and done better against them. So the, my pick is Atlanta out of the NL uh, East.
1: But that might be why Texas made this kind of a move Possibly. at, at yeah. the line. They they wanted to make sure that they had everything that they needed instead of just yep. being close. Now they probably feel like they've got it covered. So, uh, yeah, I think that could be a great series.
2: Yeah, yep. The, and, you know, it, playoffs are a crapshoot, right? You know, some mm-hmm. pitcher can just absolutely dominate, and, and Scherzer is a guy that can do that for a game, you know, mm-hmm. if you put him out there. So we will see as we get rolling. I think those are two good picks. For what it's worth, I picked the Braves, too. Watching them absolutely <laughs> Thanks, dominate the Twins, I mean, that was just ridiculous. <laughs> I win. That Sorry, was, go that ahead. That was the best. <laughs> All right, uh, who are we on? Uh, I think uh,
1: Dave. We're back to Dave. Yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, training camp's rolling along. Oh, by the way, we'll talk more Twins uh, in the next hour. Dan Hayes of The Athletic is going to come on and chat about the deadline a little bit more with us. Uh, but back to training camp in the, the NFL. Uh, it's going on even more. We'll try to get maybe somebody next week to talk a little bit more about what they're seeing at training camp um, for the Vikings. But my question for you is, give me one player that you're most excited to see uh, in training camp who you think is going to really impress some people. Uh You know, don't give me Justin Jefferson. I know we're all excited to see him. Give me (laughs) something, you know, maybe a little under the radar. Maybe you think they're going to be able to contribute in either their first year here or they're really going to break out after being here for a few years. Are we talking – we're
0: talking just Vikings,
2: correct? Just Vikings, just, yeah, training camp Vikings.
0: I'll tell you, there's there's a lot. Um, I'm really interested to see what Kirk Cousins does this year. Like everybody else, I've bought in to To a bit of his hype that's come out of uh, the whole Netflix series, um, he unlike um, unlike Daniil Hunter, who, who you know he's on the last year of a contract, so he is he's trying to earn what's next, and they and they haven't given that to him yet. So I, I think that's uh, really interesting. Um, I want to see how he does with durability. And then that's, you know, how is he going to stand up? But the guy I really want to see this year, not necessarily under the radar, but I want to see what Alexander Madison does uh, with the backfield being his. Um, we've I've liked what I've seen out of him in the time that we've seen it uh, w- when he's been into spell Dalvin Cook, but it's different now, right? He's the number one guy. So he gets more looks on film. He gets more attention from defenses, and that's going to play differently. And, and can he rise to that challenge? So – um how much of the offense is based on the running game is going to be interesting. Is that going to change now without, uh, without Dalvin Cook? Because we've talked so much about the death of the running back in the NFL. But Alexander Madison is one. I want to see how he does this year as the number one guy.
1: I'm going to give you a name that you guys don't even know. Oh, boy. <laughs> and 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 I think that um I've watched him all through college. Think he's unbelievable player, and and he was supposed to be drafted. He did not get drafted, and I think a lot of that had to do with he was in the army. And so Andre Carter. Oh, I know you guys. Oh, do you? Oh, good. I know oh, Andre Carter. Let me tell you, six six, maybe six foot seven. I know at the at the combine they always press your head down, so you're always a little bit shorter, but uh 260 pound kid who can get after the quarterback as good as anybody in the whole country his speed his athleticism his discipline everything i think that goes along with who he is now will he get a shot who knows i mean does he get the practice squad for a while i don't know but i think he is an absolute freak show player that didn't get all the credit that he deserved. And I, I love that the Vikings grabbed him as a free agent. He shouldn't have been a free agent. He got a big contract, but I think that they gave him the money because he deserved it. And he is going to be a special player, I think for the Vikings.
2: Yeah. The one thing they say always about those, um, Military Academy kids is they're in phenomenal shape, but they're maybe yep. not quite as strong because they're they're doing mm-hmm. distances, they're doing yeah. all of these different things. So uh, I, I've seen a lot of people saying if he can put on a little weight, put on a little muscle, get around the edges, uh, yeah, he's, he's a, a talented individual. Oh, uh, interrupt here a little bit, slightly breaking news over on yes. the Twins front. Alex Kirilov going on the I.L. with shoulder soreness after coming out of yesterday's game. Yeah. Um, he was Just not swinging it well. Yep, uh, Caleb Thielbar is the uh, additional move back from the IL. Uh, so we're back to original pitching numbers for the Twins. Uh, last question here. We're back over to you, Pete. New NIL news in the college football front. Talia Tungavailoa, to his younger brother, uh, announced that he received a $1.5 million offer from an unnamed SEC team to leave Maryland, where he is currently the starting quarterback. Other news in the NIL front, the West Virginia NIL collective, appropriately called Country Roads, has announced they've partnered with a beer company and that 15% of the sales in the stadium for this one specific beer are going to go to the collective. Uh, I've heard some rumors that there are similar things at Iowa, Iowa State. I don't really know. I didn't look into it too too Whoa. deeply. Um, that's big yeah I, 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 that was my thought too that West Virginia beer sale thing uh, it's gonna go, really going to be getting some money Are we getting to the point where we almost need a salary cap on these Nil funds? <laughs> uh, oh I, I mean if beer money's coming in, the sky's the limit. <laughs> yep.
0: Just it's take great it till 11 question. o'clock, Pete. It's all yours. I know how you feel. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I would just say this. You know, when you don't have regulation over something, which is exactly what NIL is, um, that's a problem. They really – I've said this for a long time. As soon as they started talking about it, I thought, you know – it's an interesting idea i know a lot of people have complained over many many years that the players should be compensated to some degree um but I, are, are we a little bit out of hand are we are we turning this into professional sports and pre- specifically professional football let's be honest football basketball those are your big huge nil sports and i'm i'm just amazed charlie and, and dave i'm amazed that they haven't gotten to the point where they say there is a cap and the cap is X and, you know, you can get up to that level. That's it. That's where the cap stops. And, you know, the rich get richer, the poor get poorer. And I, and I look at what Minnesota has raised for NIL money. Uh, If you guys ever have the chance, you should take a look because it's a very small number and we've got to compete against Michigan and Ohio state and Notre Dame and everybody else in, you know, all of college football for all these players and I just I don't think that that side of it has made sense that they haven't decided to to regulate it in some way and until they do that this is sort of a a rampant thing and they're going after players and I'm not surprised at all some of the players they are going after
0: this is a a speeding train to me that (laughs) has gained so much speed it's out of control I, I I'm and I didn't know about this, Charlie, would, since, since you just brought that up. Because the the idea that it's now tied to something that's sold in stadium so they can get more money for that fund, hmm. is is incredible. And and it truly starts to now we will separate the haves and have-nots even more mm-hmm. simply because if, if if you know you go to Michigan, they they pack a hundred thousand in the big house. You, if they're all <laughs> buying beer, how much bigger is that fund going to be than than you know? The Gophers at Huntington Bank, where they don't even come close to that, and so this will widen the gap, and I and I and then it's going to come back to a parity issue again, which is something that we've we've dealt with. So, I uh, this really is amazing to me, and I and I think it's, it's just it's speeding down the tracks, and at some point here, it's going to run into something or go off the rails and and in, into the river. It's just there has to be some regulation at some point.
2: Yeah, that's uh. That's all I got for you. I agree. Yeah, it's it's interesting. It's a big timber brewing company, uh, the Country Roads <laughs> Trust, uh, and the, the beer is going to be called the Trust Lager, which will, in fact, be sold inside West Virginia's uh, stadium. Oh However, it is all sales of the beer, not even just inside the stadium, uh, but also <laughs> just all of the beer sales. Incredible. Um, so, But yeah. it, it is available inside the stadium.
0: All right, <laughs> we'll take a quick break, come back. Uh, do you believe that aliens exist? I do. We'll talk about it next on The Huddle, a 3 C C O